as 2022 comes to an end and we prepare for 2023, most of us come with this idea and preparation for this new year to set New Year's resolutions. This image, this desire, this want within our own lives to be better, to grow better, to improve. And so we set variety of New Year's resolution and we resolve within ourselves and desire to live better. Some of us resolve to eat healthier. Others maybe to lose weight. Others to get into shape, right? Others may have these desires for accomplishment. Some of us may want to finish high school, finish college, go back and have a continued education, finish our degrees. Others have other resolves they want to accomplish or do. Maybe things for this year that they want to fulfill, whether that's preparing for their wedding, grow in a, a deeper relationship with someone, prepare for marriage, or prepare for kids for that matter. So there's a resolve and desire to finish and be become better. But as a universal church, we come together to celebrate the solemnity of Mary, Mother of God. And I think in, today, in our today's gospel reading, we're reminded exactly what we need to resolve to do. Because simply, we all want to resolve to become a better person, whether that's mentally, physically. But how many of us have actually put together a resolution for our spiritual life? We celebrate the solemnity of Mary, Mother of God, because we see through her example that she set a resolve. She resolves to live out the Christian message, the message of Christmas. But what is subtle in our gospel reading today, which I want us to focus on, is the resolve of the shepherds. What is interesting is the shepherds in the society at that time were seen as very uneducated people. People that were roaming across the desert, the lowest, the lowliest of society, who had no place in society. But what was interesting was they were nomads living and roaming with their, she their sheep. So to kind of put it very simply, if your three-year-old child walked up to you and said, Mommy, the angel appeared to me and said, we need to go somewhere to see Jesus. How many of us would actually believe them? I, I, I was thinking about it as I was processing up, and I was like, I don't think I would either. If, someone, if a parent walked up to me and brought their three-year-old child and said, hey, father, the ch this child has said, hey, they saw Mary in a vision and said the angel told them to go this way to visit Jesus. I maybe would question that a little bit, right? But what was interesting is the resolve of the shepherds to trust in the message of the angel and go. And to go seek Jesus in the nativity. Go seek Jesus in Bethlehem. So they go. As they arrive, they enter into the, 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 the birth of Jesus. They see our Lord in the manger. And from there, they share what the angel shared with them to our Blessed Mother and to Joseph. And as they leave, we hear in the gospel reading, their life is changed forever. They return glorifying and praising God. So what is there for us then? What, are, what is the resolve inviting us to do?
The resolve for us today as we come to the end of 2022 and prepare for 2023 is what are we coming to expect? Who are we coming to? So many times in our life, our relationship with our Lord means really nothing to us. He's just this phantom within our life. We talk to him, maybe. He's just there. We have to believe him. But we've never come like the shepherd to come to an experience of our Lord, our God. Come to this nativity scene in which we come face to face with the divine. The Lord was made flesh and dwelt among us was not just a coincidence for all of us. Because if we talk about God, we always go to this theoretical realm up here. Or for some of us, God is just a mental exercise we go through over and over and over. God is one person, two natures, three, be three, three, um, three gods, three distinct persons. These things we can recite, repeat, and regurgitate for ourselves, but really mean nothing to all of us except for words. But today we're invited to make a resolve to come to have a personal encounter with our Lord Jesus Christ. We're called today to come personally, one-on-one, -on -one, to meet him. But this meeting with him is not just anywhere in any situation. It is part of that. To find God in our daily life. To find God in our struggles. To find God in our difficulties, our challenges. Times when we find ourselves in distress and, and frustration. How do we find and see God in those moments? But it begins first and foremost in our own personal encounter in prayer. One of the interesting things of a Catholic church is our organ. If you listen to the organ, sometimes it just sounds like a crash of like noise that comes about. The challenge and difficulty about the organ is until you really understand the meaning, the structure, how the organ is put together and why we use the organ, do we come to appreciate the beauty that comes about from the organ? Because if not, it just sounds like this big crash of music or this crash of noises, and sometimes we just call it this big loud thing that the organist needs to turn down because it's annoying. But what we hear in the organ is a compilation of different voices, all together as one, giving praise and glorifying God. Because before the organ was built, churches had full orchestras playing and assisting and accompanying the liturgy and enhancing and adding to the prayer that we have, that we do in the church. But because of the difficulties of churches, the de design was to build an instrument that could mimic, that could replicate that sound. And therefore you have the organ with all its different instruments that it can play to replicate a full orchestra, to replicate the angels praising God. But it's not easy for us to enjoy, to appreciate the beauty of the organ because we haven't trained ourselves to hear, to understand. The more that we spend time with it, the more that we begin to appreciate and see the complexity of the organ, how the bass notes that the organists play is literally the organist sitting on a chair and dancing with their feet on a pedal board. 
The complexity of all the other notes that come out from the organ is from all the other plugs that they pull out to add to that. Our prayer life is very much the complexity of an organ. We don't really understand, appreciate, and see how it plays an integral role in our life. How we can come to experience the divine. How we can come to experience a personal relationship with God. Because for most of us, prayer is just our opportunity to babble on. To demand and expect God to do something in our life. In some sense, we are talking to God, expecting and demanding Him to change His ways and follow my desire. But instead, we're not like the shepherds who come and trust in the message they've been given. To really risk it all to approach what, we were, what they were told as being the Messiah, born and made flesh and dwelt among us. He trusted in the message of the angel to come see and experience. And in that experience, they returned to give glory to God, give praise to God. Because when they came to experience God, when they've come to know God, their life has changed forever. Because in that, they begin to see and recognize things in the world that they've never seen before. The difficulty of seeing God in and through others is because we haven't spent time and time again in prayer to find God. And in doing so, when our lives are changed and giving praise to God, we begin to see the world in new light. We begin to see how God is working in our daily life. We begin to see the beauty of God every moment and every day of our life. The challenge is it takes work. Just like all our New Year's resolutions, if I'm willing and wanting to lose weight, eating Whataburger three times a day may not be a good thing. It requires me to actually eat healthy, maybe to prepare some food, maybe be conscious of what I'm ingesting, being conscious of what I'm eating so that I'm not eating Whataburger three times a day. But it requires work also. So what are we called to resolve to do today? I think as we approach this new year, following the example of the shepherd, we should resolve and make an active and conscious decision to seek God and to find God, to have that personal and intimate encounter with Him in and through prayer. And in prayer, we can begin to see God's face. We can begin to see God's presence in the world to us, in the good times and in the bad, in good health and in bad, to know that everything has a place in God's redeeming plan. So as we come to the end of our year, let us not just set a resolution for our physical and mental health. Let us set a resolve. Let us resolve to have an intimate relationship with God so that we can begin to find him, so that our lives can begin to be changed forever, just like the shepherds did, so that when our life is given, is invited to change and invited to grow, we can be like the shepherds and say yes and leave giving glory, giving praise to God in everything that we do, in every moment of our life, no matter the difficulties, the challenges, the ups and downs of life. Amen.